Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No! Somebody, me, Lee Gerstman, why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Alright, welcome to another edition of your Freeform Rock Podcast with yo. me. Whoa, who's that? I didn't even introduce you. Know. Yo, 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 ma. <laughs> yo, yo, ma. Have Yo. you ever heard his cello playing? Yes, I've heard it in bits and pieces when he's on TV sometimes. Yeah, he's good. You should listen to that and not the sh other shit that's called rock. I'm kidding. Uh, hey, we should get him to record with Metallica. <laughs> that would be actually kind of cool. It would, man. I don't know. People don't like that. Well, it would be frozen, like refrigerated cool, but it would be cool. Yeah, I like the Metallica's S and M. A lot of people don't like it. I like, I like it. I haven't heard the S and M two, but I did like S and M one. I didn't know. hear anything of them. Really, you never heard No Leaf Clover? I never. I might have heard Nothing Else Matters the symphony version if they did that i might have heard that well they have uh yeah well it's the uh it's done by michael Kamen. he's doing the orchestra if you know who michael Kamen is yeah he's cool okay he uh rip you know rest in peace michael man you were great he did uh he also did the song real world with queensryche with the orchestra from the last action hero soundtrack okay. So it's pretty good. You should check out S&M. The, the new song on there they released was No Leaf Clover, which is freaking awesome. I like listening to Master of Puppets with an orchestra. It's freaking cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael Kamen was a part of a rock group. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, so uh, today we're doing Dokken, Long Way Home. And believe it or not, I did not pick this album. It True. Because <laughs> everybody's going, oh, Mark picked a docket album. No, Lee picked it, so give him credit if you hate it. <laughs> if you like it, you can say I picked it. <laughs> if you hate it, blame Lee. I wanted to pick a docket album. I, I, I wanted to do it as my way of a gift of thanking you for being such a cool co-host. Plus... I figured if I found a Dawkins album that I liked, that would be a cool thing. What I found is, oddly enough, I like most of their albums. Fuck! I didn't know I would. I could hear Edwin Catastracci and Johnny Vogan going, we got Lee into the fold. <laughs> well, and Mick and Watkins, Mick Watkins is probably going, yeah, case, baby. <laughs> in this one case, yeah. And Ian Wally's going, ah, And Ian Wally's going, ah, shit. Lee likes a shit talking. <laughs> well, I don't like to go to the bathroom and, well, I'll stop. All right, man. Uh, so, um, if you guys don't know what those names were and you're uh, fans of the show and don't know who the hell we're talking about, Ian Wadley's of the Rock Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Check it out on your wherever you get your podcast. And also on Facebook, there's a uh, RMCP Army, which is ran by Edwin Catastracci and Mick Watkins. And Johnny Vogan is a member of that page also. So they're really cool dudes. And uh, Edwin's been on the podcast, so you guys probably know him. He's been on the Motorhead Thanksgiving special, and he was on the Eddie Van Halen tribute special. So uh, 
check out yeah. Ed, Edwin. He also has great reviews on YouTube on uh, albums and Alice Cooper and whatever floats his boat at the moment, man. He's a pretty cool guy. He likes to drink uh, MGD, uh, gen uh, what, Miller Genuine Draft. I haven't drank it's that since the, the 90s. non-pasteurized beer still around, but you have to have it in glass bottles to get it completely non-pasteurized because they have to flash pasteurize it in the tin cans, but still, even in the tin cans, it's better than the other beers where they have to do a whole bunch of boiling of it. At yeah. least Miller Genuine Draft is one of the few that's still natural. Yeah, pasteurization takes away the vitamins, man. <laughs> well, it, it takes away a lot of stuff. It's like my grandpa used to tell me raw milk was better until they started pasteurizing it. <laughs> what was? My grandpa said raw milk was the best. Yeah, And, and yeah. then they ruined it by pasteurizing it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that. They, I could get into a whole episode about my feelings about that, but I won't. But I will say, yeah, I agree with you. Let's do that on your podcast, Lee Gersman Show. We'll talk about pasteurization and your thoughts on like, it. Like, like, <laughs> raw versus pasture. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> It's like they bastard they bastardized fucking milk and beer. <laughs> I won't talk about pastors of religion. I'll only talk about pasteurization in that way. We did talk about religion on your podcast. Yeah, but I, I'm trying to make a funny pun. Well, pun pun pun. <laughs> well, well, maybe maybe I didn't. Maybe it wasn't that funny, but hey, I don't care. It's all hey, good. You're always funny, but you're not funny looking. Well, you are sometimes. You do it on purpose. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, um, if you see that shot of me saying war should be, um, in like, like war, war should be not in my hair, kind of like that. I'll give you that. Well, I, your hair, man. Your hair is like uh, it's like you it's, saw it with with the with it sticking up. You look and like I'm looking like I'm screaming. Yeah, you look like freaking Albert Einstein. <laughs> that's 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 way too weird for me. I I I think I look more. You look good with a full beard that's combed and your hair cut. Yeah. Yeah, but when your beard just does anything it wants and your hair does anything, it looks like you're like a homeless guy looking for vodka. <laughs> well, well, except for the homeless part, the truth is that I am looking for vodka, but I totally agree with you. I'm like, um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not so happy always with my hair. I, I wish that I could, um, you know, have better hair, but... At least I've got good friends. I, I shave it off so much that when it does grow back in, it's like it does anything it wants. It's not trained to go to the side anymore. So I used to comb it to the right, and now it's like. Would you would you believe that that in your case, I actually think there's there's like a couple of people who um. I feel look better with beards. I'll only mention you, but I will say that you look really cool with a beard. Yeah, I look like a fucking uh, without a beard. I look like the fucking thing from Willy Wonka and Oompa Loompa. <laughs> like, like one of the kids from Willy Wonka. No, I look like an Oompa Loompa in the face. I got a because no, I, 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 I got chubby cheeks. You, look, you, you, you look more like um. I don't know if you ever saw the show Ozzy and Harriet. Yes, but I did. But if we ever had like Ricky Nelson, man, kid who's like, "Hi, Ozzy, do you have a little bit of a chocolate brownie for me?" And he says, "Yes, sir." And he gives the kid a chocolate brownie, and he goes, 
Thank you. I just had an idea for a, for an episode. That's, that that was totally in my imagination, but that's what you would look like. We should do a Ricky Nelson greatest hits album review. Um, would you believe that I really like Ricky Nelson, and um, he. I could go on about Ricky Nelson. I won't because we got to do a review, but I could talk about him for a long time because well, we could, I like his work. Well, we could do I, that I'm later. not going to say that everything that he did in the Aussie in the Aussie and Harriet show was great, but his own stuff I'll I'll just say it right out. He was as good as Elvis. I, I agree, man. I love Ricky Nelson. I used to have him on vinyl. I need to get the greatest hits again. But fuck, two songs that stand out for me from Ricky Nelson is uh, Lonesome Town and uh, Garden okay. Garden Party. Okay, well, Garden Party was something that he did later. Yeah. But, but yeah. But, no. I'm not a huge fan of that song, but... I had the album, and the album is very good. Yeah, and man. I'm 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 totally cool with doing that. He had Bernie Leadon from the Eagles yeah. on that album with him. Bernie Leadon could play that banjo, man. Ooh, Midnight Rider. <laughs> it's like coming on, carry me on, man. If you want to get into Bernie Leadon, I can tell you more about him. But we, I I I could tell you a hell of a lot more about a lot. You're impressing me, man. <laughs> I'd also man, like to do it. Thank a you, thank you. I want to kiss your feet, but I, I'd also like to do it. I don't el want to kiss your feet when they have shoes on. But oh, sorry. <laughs> I also want to do Elvis and uh, Chuck Berry. Okay, hey yeah. man, I'll, I'll I will pick some good stuff by those guys. Cool, but I will say some of the really early stuff by Ricky Nelson is really, really good rockabilly that's up there with Bill Haley and all that stuff. And he's got top-notch hot rockin' stuff going on. It's not like Polito Fool, which some people like, but no, he... He didn't always do that stuff. He he really was a good rocking guy. And I, I need to um I need to turn you on to his best stuff. Cool. I only had the greatest hits album on vinyl when I was younger. I love that. And I love the Beach Boys. Uh, well, we gotta well, do a Beach Boys album. We gotta do a Beach Boys. We need to get out of this hard rock and metal stuff and go back to the roots of rock, you know, sometimes. I I feel like like we need to get into more folk like Fairport Convention. Oh, sorry. Dude, I'm still waiting for a fucking Neil Young album or a Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young album, man. That's folk rock right there. I shit. have to pick between 30. <laughs> and also, I would do a Cat Stevens album if you wanted to. Shit. I'd be into doing a David Crosby album because... Remember when we did the Doors album, Strange Days? Yeah. And I did it, and I mentioned the song that we played, Morrison, by David Crosby. I saw an interview with David Crosby where he actually said he pretty much hated the Doors and Jim Morrison. And, well, I read his book, and so... But it's like... um Maybe that's why he didn't respond to the post. But if I do an album by David Crosby, he might respond to it. Because he's responded to some of my other posts. And he's a cool guy. And, and, and you know, hey, why not? Yeah, man. There's, there's an album that he did that's... He did one that's pretty rocking, but there's also some country folk stuff. But then he did another album that's a little more 
like regular rocking, we might do that one if I can find it. It's not on, it's not on streaming services, but if I can find it, um, somewhere I can give it to you. Well, my next pick is going to be the Eagles, the border. On the border? Yeah, on the border. Okay. And Bernie Layden is in that there. Every time I hear that, I might fall asleep. I'll try not to fall asleep this time. All right, man. So let's get into this album. It's Dockin' Long Way Home. It's the eighth studio album by Dockin' released in spring of 2002. It is the only Dockin' album that features Europe guitarist John Norm and the first featuring bassist Barry Sparks. And this, uh, yeah, I didn't, I think I did get this album when it came out. I don't remember. I have it on CD. And I was very surprised you picked this. I thought you'd pick like a Race the Slate, man, with a Red Beach on guitar. But this album isn't that bad, man. It's not, it's not awesome, but it's not, it's, it's good. I like it, but spoiler alert. I agree with you there. I, I think a Race the Slate is a lot stronger, but I love John Norum. So if I, I love Europe. Europe is one of the most underrated bands in my, it, people who don't like Europe, like John Norum. That's weird, you know? <laughs> It's like John Norm rules. That 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 after I picked this album, and then as we talked privately, you mentioned another Dawkins album that you thought that I would pick. I thought to myself, "Damn, why didn't I pick that?" But <laughs> what I want to say is, I I think I picked this because I like the underdog. And I like to promote stuff that's not usually promoted. And I think that this album, even though it might have had fans, it wasn't maybe the most popular album. And after I heard it, I thought, hey, I do like this album. So I I was glad I picked it. Yeah, I love John Norum, too. And I, I haven't heard this album in a long time. And I was like, yeah. And I listen to it, and I, I'll give you my opinions as we go through it. But it, it's a different kind of Dawkins album compared to all the other Dawkins albums before and after. Which is weird because um, I I don't want to mention this, but I I have to, and I know that you're not going to bleep it out, so you might as well fucking leave it in. <laughs> that that I actually now am am kind of a Dawkins fan. Shit. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this album, shall we? We get the first uh, first song, Sunless Days. What did you think of this song, Lee? I like the music quite a bit. I find that Don Dawkins' voice sounds uninspired, like he doesn't have a lot of passion in his singing. So that affects my overall feeling of the song. But if it were an instrumental, I would like it better. Or if he sang with more intensity, I would like his vocals better. There is one part where he does sing with that intensity, but it's only a small part. Still, I do like the music. Yeah, it's like, fuck, the riffs in this song, Norm is tearing it up and has a killer groove. Mick is hitting those drums hard. The solo rules and Don sounds great. I like it. He's like softer Don, you know. It's not like, ah, you know, but he's fucking, he's singing. He's like, actually, he's not like trying to raise his voice high or sing aggressive. I like it. It's like, and it's, okay. it's like the I will tell you that this is really the only song, spoiler alert, where I had an issue with the vocals. So if you liked it, that's okay because... I'll, I'll tell you, I, I don't have an issue with his vocals on any of the other songs. All right, and then we get to track number two, Little Girl. What would you think of this one? This song, I like the vocals as much as the music, and the song is really cool. It sounds a little bit like Dancing Days by Led Zeppelin in a few little bits, but overall it has its own sound. The East Indian solo section is pretty cool, too. I like it. I don't know if it could have been a hit, but it works for me. Yeah, I picked up on the East Indian, Indian uh, 
thing in here too. And I went, wow, a change up from the first song, but man, has a lot of melodies and harmonies. Love Don's tone on this. Uh, love the solo. It's very, like, Eastern, like you said, West Indian, whatever. And the bongos are cool. <laughs> I like yeah. it, man. Fucking, this yeah. is different. This is like bongos on a docking album. I'm like, an East Indian? Yeah, what the that, fuck is going on? Out. It's like, shit, this is a change up <laughs> from a docking song. And then, <laughs> and then we get to the next song. Everybody, everybody needs to be with someone that you picked, Lee. So here it is on the Freeform Rock Podcast. That was Everybody Needs to Be With Someone. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? This is almost a power pop sensibility to, ability, sensibility to it, like the monkeys, but updated. I dig it a lot. And it's a bit different than what Dawkins usually does. In fact, it's a sound I prefer from them, as opposed to their regular sound. The guitar solo is great. It's one of their best songs. I give it two thumbs up. Yeah. Um, every song so far is different from the others. And this song has a way different vibe than the first two. But I love it. John Solo is melodic as fuck. And the bridge rules also. It's a fucking great song. And then we get to the next right. song, which you also picked again. You. So here's you on yeah. the Freeform Rock Podcast.
bombshell. This time you leave him, take a break down to the shore. You used to love it when the holy waters flow. That was you. Why did you pick this song, Lee? This is great. It somehow makes me think of Dream Theater, even though it doesn't sound like them. But Dream Theater could do this song, and it would be great. But I like this. It's one of my favorites here. Yeah, it's killer beginning. This sounds like Alice in Chains, you know, in the beginning with the the harmonies and the vocals. It sounds like something Mm. they would do. With the harmonies and the grunge-sounding guitar in the beginning. But then it goes back to Dawkins sounding like, like a mix here, and it rules. It's like a mix between Dawkins and Alice in Chains, but it works. I like it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you know the beginning vocals sound like Lane and the guitar player of Alice in Chains singing uh, together. You know that I'm not a big fan of Alice in Chains. I know. But I'm, 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 I'm going to bite my tongue and let you speak. All right, so let's get to the next song before you go get all pissy. Uh, Thank you. We'll get to Goodbye, My Friend. What do you think of this one? I'm not a fan of this type of song in general, but I don't absolutely hate it. It has some okay moments. I'm glad there's no other songs on here that sound like it, but I can handle it as the one song like it. I do like the middle part with the acoustic solo that sounds like Kansas. Overall, it's a decent tune, but again, it's not my favorite. Yeah, this is way different for Doc and has piano and sounds like a ballad from Elton John would do. Uh, I really like wow. it. It's a sweet ballad and it's cool. It's like, fuck, piano on a Doc and album? What the fuck? <laughs> I would actually think it's a good idea if Elton John did it. I know, it sounds like something else with John. The piano is very prevalent in this, and it doesn't even 
tell us who played piano in this album, does it? Uh -huh. Dang, there's no other. It just, nobody's listed as piano. Who fucking played the piano in this album? Maybe, maybe the guy said I'll play it, but shut the fuck up. I don't want to be credited. I don't want credit on this song. That sounds funny. <laughs> and then we get to the next song, Magic Road, which you pick. So here's Magic Road on the Freeform Rock Podcast. That was Magic Road. Why'd you pick this song, Lee? This song is what I would call a somewhat older Dawkins sound, like when George Lynch was in the group, but I like it a lot here. This is one of my favorite Dawkins sounds. I like his voice here, and the song itself is awesome. It's moody and heavy in the right ways. This album should have been more popular. I know it's a rocker and then goes slow and it goes back to fast and Don sounds great. Really cool. I love it. And what a killer solo by John Norum on this. This fucking rules. I love this fucking yeah. song. This is the best song on the album for me. Right uh, on, man. Thank you. All right. And then we get to the next song, There Was a Time. What do you think about this one? This is another song that isn't my particular favorite, but I can't say it's terrible. I can only say it's not my cup of tea, but I do like the reference to Sipping Courvoisier. 
I've done that. It's a little bit expensive, but worth it. So I give the song one thumb up for that reference. So so you like rap then, because they talk about Cavassier a lot in rap. <laughs> I don't listen to rap. <laughs> Pass the Cavassier. If talk about Cavassier, then I have to like it, so... Please don't tell me anymore. I'll send you the song. I think it's called Pass the Cavassier. <laughs> I don't even... Fucking do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a different for Docket album. Acoustic guitar. Sounds really good. It's a cool ballad, and Dawn is strong on this. It's not my favorite out here, but it's, I wouldn't skip it. It's really good. I like it. They're doing a lot of different stuff that isn't docking. It's weird. Uh, and yeah. then, then we get to a cover by the Yardbirds called "The Heart," a heart full of soul. What do you th think about this one? Well, before I tell you, have you ever heard the original? Yes, I have. Okay. Well, they nailed it. By they, I mean Dawkins. This is so much better than the Yardbirds version. I mean, if I didn't know it was a cover tune, I would have thought it was a great original. This song itself makes reviewing the album worthwhile three thumbs up yeah the only thing that's the same on this song is that guitar riff that goes down 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 that's the only thing that sounds the same from the original and yeah. it's it's faster it has it, it takes it's more uh hoppy than the original it's a lot faster and doc and don's voice is amazing on this this is a killer cover and it's, it's sped great. up and it works and i like it a lot really good cover i tried to get brian davis to play it on uh his uh, show the other night and he didn't have it i was so depressed but he played another cover by doc and that was okay but this one is their best mm. cover and was then we, he mostly into um just playing his regular blue stuff no he plays uh plays a lot of rock dude you could get on there and request stuff if he has it he'll play it you know you should he, ask him to play Something like a Charlie Musselwhite song. He probably or probably a had Pete it. Bloomfield song. Well, you probably have it because those are blues. <laughs> but uh, he 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 plays a lot of different. Dude, I asked him to play Doc, and he play it, but he didn't have this song. He plays the Cars, Cheap Trick, fucking Armored Saint. He plays everything, man. He has, oh. the, he has the Bob Blues block where he plays a set of songs of blues in honor of his dad, Bob, which yeah, is pretty I, cool. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the blues, but I do like Jimmy Reed and John Lee Hooker. Yeah, he doesn't play all blues on there, dude. He plays a lot of clutch, too, man. If he played only Jimmy Reed and John Lee Hooker, I would listen. Yeah, I try to get you on there, and you won't come on, man. But he doesn't play... Jimmy Reed or John Lee Hurker. Well, maybe if you go in the fucking chat room and request it, he probably has it. They only play John Lee Hooker and Jimmy <laughs> Reed. Well, that'd be a boring show. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. You haven't heard their music. <laughs> I know John Lee Hooker. You have to hear everything. All right. You have to hear all 18 hours of his music. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm just fucking with you, but, but no, no, I... I don't go on the shows because I'm usually doing something else, which involves um, putting a bottle in my mouth and drinking something. Well, That's I'm, why I'm not on I'm drinking during the fucking thing. I'm in the chat room misspelling all the words. So I'm fucking buzzed or drunk during that show. Maybe I'll try. We're Maybe all coming back on. Wednesday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern. Okay, I'll... I know you're up because you're posting. So God, you, were, <laughs> you were up Why this. Why do you have to fucking pull my covers? But okay, I'll I'll see what I can do. Because Brian loves you, man. You need to support our brother. That's why. No, I know. I, it's just it's hard for me to get this shit on my on my phone and shit. Well, dude, you have a Chromebook. Yeah, okay, what the fuck ever. Okay, I'll try it. All right. Uh, ThatMetalStation.com <laughs> And you could also yeah, listen you're, to your buddy... You're, you're, I, I, don't you I'm listen funny. to your buddy Ralph on Thursday nights? Huh? You don't listen to Ralph on Thursday nights? 
Shit. You don't support Ralph? I'd shut up. <laughs> I support him. I just don't. I do. Why are you trying to get me in trouble with people who I don't have any trouble with? Hey, I don't have any trouble with Ralph anymore, so I've I, I busted your balls. <laughs> so calm down, man. <laughs> I'm not going to calm down. Hey, Ralph told me to fuck with you on the podcast. Remember? He said, you got to play off Lee. That I'm playing off you. I have to be, hi, honey. <laughs> Thank you for your sweet sugar opinion on Fucking the group America Muskrat Love. <laughs> now I'm gonna cough. You Our... should fuck with me for your own reason, not because other people tell you. Hey, I fuck with you to make it funny. Hey, you fuck with me because you know that it's better with olive oil than with castor soap. Hey, I've never had a sibling man, and you're the you're the closest to a brother I've ever had. So, hey man, <laughs> yeah. Um, why am I? Why are we even apologizing for shit? I'm why a... don't we just keep fucking each other up? No, it's all, <laughs> it's all good, honey. All right, if honey. You had a blonde wig. You look like Adele. You look like Adele. Farmer <laughs> in the Dell. You hey, look just Adele, like the blonde. Adele is hot. Have you seen her lately? Her weight loss, man, she's fucking hot. I thought she was hot before that. I'm just trying to say that with a blonde wig, you look like Adele. I'm trying to give you a compliment, dude. So you're saying she has a beard and a mustache? I uh, no, I'm trying to imagine you without... Never mind. <laughs> uh, I'm just being twisted and weird. All right, well, let's get to the next song, Under the Gun. What would you think of this one? I would never compare Dawkins to Judas Priest, usually, but in this case, the comparison is apt and is great. This is a great song to hear in the car, cruising on the highway. It kicks ass. It's a fantastic song, and I love it. Yeah, this sounds like the song Lightning Strikes Again from uh, Under Lock and Key. Uh, but yeah. it changes, but still keeps that feel. But saying that, the song kicks ass. I love it. And John is fucking on fire on guitar, man. Fucking rules. I love it. Right on. And then we get to the end of the album. If you only had the U.S. version of it, I found. What would you think of this one? Not my bag at all. If it was the ninth song instead of the tenth, I could have understood it being on here better. But yeah, I'm not a fan of it. In fact, it stinks. I, I kind of agree with that. I think they could have ended this album with Under the Gun or they had three J Japanese bonus tracks that I haven't heard. But I bet either one of those three would be better. It's like Dancing yeah. the Irish Song or Only Heaven Knows or Let It Be True. I need to hear those because there's some good... Uh, uh, Brian played some deep tracks off of Race the Slate, which Japanese bonus track, and I want. <laughs> I fucking ruled. Wow. Uh, I found this is a sticky, sweet type 70s acoustic ballad, but it's not something I would expect from Dokken, and I really didn't care for it. It kind of sounds like if Dokken and the Beatles got together to write a sticky, sweet ballad. Ew, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of Beatlesque. I, I, I love the Beatles, but not from Dokken. Uh, it, yeah, it, yeah. This song is a throwaway song for me. It's not really that good. It's right on. I don't like it. And then uh, that's the end of the album, and it was uh, played by Don Doc and John Norum, Barry Sparks, and Mick Brown. Wild Mick Brown. Uh, happy retirement to Mick Brown. He has retired from uh, drumming. Um, hmm. He he uh, told Don after the, after they got off the plane, he said, "Dude, I can't play anymore." I'm in pain constantly. I can't do this anymore. And, he, and Don hasn't talked to him since. And, That's uh, shitty. Well, they're still friends, but Don is still moving on oh, with Dokken. But uh, right. Don, uh, Mick was also on the first um, Dokken 2.0, the End Machine album. But he retired from them also. 
And his brother, Steve Brown, is now the drummer for the In Machine. So they got family to take his place. I'm wondering if Steve Brown will now be the new drummer of Dokken. That'd be cool. Do you think that um, Mick Brown did um, the, um, you know, the In Machine as sort of like a way of saying, okay, I'll finish by doing something with George because he's a cool guy. Do you think that it's like maybe he wanted to finish before then, but he figured it would be a good place to finish? I don't know. Mick Brown has always hit the drums very hard. And if you're a drummer, like Neil Peart, he retired because he was getting pain like that. And you know how good a yeah. drummer Neil is. So Mick is probably just tired, dude. He's been touring his whole life. Dude, he's been in, what, Lynch Mob, Dockin'. He's followed George and, and stayed oh, in Dawkins with Don. He's done George's side project, Lynch Mob. And he was also an in machine. To, and he also played with Ted Nugent for years. So he's tired, oh, man. Okay. And he even got arrested <laughs> taking a freaking one of those golf carts on a concert. And was drinking and fucking around. <laughs> got arrested at a show. That's why he's wild I, Mick I, Brown. I, I, I don't disrespect him for that. No, but he's a good guy, man, and I wish him luck in his retirement. Maybe if he could heal, he could come back because he fucking was a great drummer, man. Or at least could do, like, hand clapping. Uh, well, I'm happy his brother took over at End Machine. He sounds just like uh, Mick. So it's, it kept it in the family. That's cool. I love Robert Mason, man. I love George. George George has uh, done, uh, what, Sweet and Lynch. He's done Did K. They do a second album, The End Machine. Yeah, this is their second album, Phase Two. Okay, I'll I'll check it out. I mean, I forget what I thought of the first one, but I'm sure I didn't hate it. No, you didn't. We did a review on it. And I did hate it. You didn't like some of it, but you did like most of it, if I remember right. Okay. I could be I wrong, so go like... go listen to the episode because Mark could be lying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But uh, yeah. Well, I I probably better just listen to the second album. Yeah, I loved it. I love Robert Mason. Anything that guy does, I love George Lynch. I have everything. You George love everything. I don't love everything. Yeah, you do. Or, or or at least when you love stuff, you love everything. No, I don't. I don't like everything by my favorite bands. I used to. No, no, you 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 do. And then the I like everything by. Like some. That's that's. I think the like. only album, only group. That I like everything by is Rush. Except I don't like one song on an album called Tai Shan, and I've said that before. But I like everything oh, they've done. Ooh, I don't ooh, like everything ooh, ooh. I don't like everything Aerosmith has done. And I used to like everything Tesla did till they came out with Shock. So I do have some Well that's wrong. And I don't like everything by the police, and I love the police. You should uh, I don't like behind that's my Campbell. So, so I, I, I started to open up a can of worms I shouldn't have opened up. <laughs> you have to, you have to like everything by everybody. Uh, I don't like I, everything by Def Leppard either, and I like majority of Def Leppard, but I don't like everything. Uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I thought you said Led Zeppelin. I don't like everything by Led Zeppelin. But, um, I don't care. I don't you really. You probably like the fucking acoustic shit on Led Zeppelin three. Yes, I do like that album. You fuck that shit. I don't care what you don't like if you like that shit. We're gonna fucking do a review of that album. Nah, you, you fucking out. <laughs> You're one of my favorite bands, so I can't tell you no. But yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm I don't. I'm gonna shut up. I'm I don't like in. I don't like. like you like very good music. I don't like you it. You like the best stuff, and you are a wonderful person. And we're not going to review a bad album, are we? <laughs> I don't like uh, uh, Coda or Into the Outdoor that much, but I would. I, <laughs> I would prefer at least doing Led Zeppelin three over Into the Outdoor, which is one of the worst albums that they've ever done that worse than coda at least coda was just throwaways but it had some rock and stuff but oh my god 
Oh, my love. I hate that shit. I love all of my love. I, I hate that shit. I don't like hot dog. <laughs> Every time they try to sound like someone, they suck. Like the crunch. Fucking's trying to sound like James Brown fucking sucked. And then they try to do an Elvis song and they suck. Why can't you just be fucking Led Zeppelin? Fuck, man. You're not a cover band. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so I'll be willing to do Led Zeppelin 3, but please, unless you want me to really get angry at you, please, <laughs> I don't really want to do In Through the Outdoor. I'll do it if you insist, but I'm going to be a bitch. Well, I'm try right now I'm trying to pick albums and groups we haven't done, so... We haven't done yeah. the Eagles. That's why I want to do on the border. Um, okay. And we. I, I, go I, ahead. I'll, I'll say Eagles on the border is like Metallica's Master of Puppets compared to um, Led Zeppelin's um, um, In Through the Outdoor, which sounds more like Air Supply's Grace hits. We should get uh, Eric RMCP Jordan on that episode. He doesn't like Zeppelin that much. That'd be awesome. <laughs> What album? On Zeppelin 3. Oh, he doesn't like it? Remember he said he's not a big Zeppelin fan when we did the Presence episode? Was he on that album? He was on that episode, yes. I, I don't even remember that we did it. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking, but but I... I, I you, you're putting up episodes way past so that I don't even know what we're doing. We're like... Do you want to do Bub 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 Band and the Blub 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 song? Okay, whatever. Next week is the Bubble Bubble Band and the Bub <laughs> song. Okay, fine. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into our tracks of the week. You pick uh, Uriah Heep's "Traveler in Time," which is a pretty damn good song, man. Yeah, I, man. I saw I'm them. Glad you picked it. I saw them live opening up for Priest, and they were really good. I think it's only Mick Box. Is he the guitar player? Yeah, he was the only original member in that band, and it was fucking. It was really good. We saw. I yeah, saw man, them. I'm glad you picked that song. You picked it. Oh, I did. Oh, then fuck me. I, I'm I'm forgetting everything. And then I picked a band that I want to review also that we never reviewed. Audio Slave, your time has come. Uh, I don't even know any of them. Audio. I don't know that group at all. Audio Slave is the band Rage Against the Machine, with Chris Cornell singing lead vocals. Ew! You like Chris Cornell? I I I'm I'm not sure I want to do that, but I'll I'll listen to it. I'm gonna pick, fuck. I'm gonna push back the Eagles to do Audio Slave next week. I just want to do Audio Slave now. All right. Oh, God damn it! All right, and then we get to your uh. I do like Temple of the Dog? Okay. Ah, uh, dude, we should review that too. Fuck, I need to write this shit down. Uh, let's let's do that instead of audio slave. I don't. No, I want to do audio slave because you haven't heard it. Audio slave, you bitch. I want you to do the audio slave. No, I want you to do audio slave now, and I want to bring on fucking uh, Robert because I want to bring. Just fucking pissing me off. You haven't heard it. You're getting pissed off at stuff you haven't heard. Yeah. Tom Morello is a great. Tom Morello is a great guitar player, and it's not rap. It isn't? No! Chris Cordell's a singer! He's not a rapper! Um... Fuck me for being a stupid bitch. Okay, I'll... You, you know, Chris came... I'll check it out. Chris came into the band, and the bass player was, like, tapping on his bass. He stops, and he goes, Dude, I'm a singer. I'm not a rapper like Zach. You need to play. And he taught him how to play melodies on his bass. So... Because huh. he was just like pumping the bass, boom, 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 like like a rap song. He goes, dude, I'll, I'm a singer, not a rapper. <laughs> I'll give it a chance. I'm, I'm I I don't know what I'm gonna think, but but yeah, I'm not a big fan of Tom Baloney. Tom Morello's great with those guitar effects, man. I love it. <laughs> and you know the drummer. You know the drummer played. Uh, on Black Sabbath's 13 album. Ew. 
I haven't even heard that. I like the album. It gets a lot of shit, but I like it. I haven't heard it. That's one I would review more. <laughs> All right. If we do that, I bring on fucking Metal Mike for that. I don't think he likes that album either, but that'd be funny. All right. But uh, I'm going to ask uh, Robert uh, Bob Hay to be on the Audio Slave episode next week because he loves Audio Slave. All right. <laughs> Why don't you have him be on a Dick Clark album? No, a Roy Clark album instead. Because we don't do country. And you fuck you, he does some good stuff. I know, Roy. I loved Hee Haw, man. I love his guitar playing. I'm not talking about the Hee Haw stuff. <laughs> he does some really good hot guitar that sounds like Ingrid Mountain He does. He's really great at the picking. He doesn't use a pick, man. He's fucking amazing. I love Roy Clark. But I, I, he's not for our show. We could do it on yours. Yeah, I, I'll go. Oh, damn it. Oh, <laughs> you don't know his early stuff, but okay, whatever. Hey, I agreed with you, and you're pissed off. <laughs> that's funny. That's what? a new That's a new. I agree with you that Roy Clark rules. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting now just angry. We up. should do a Rory Gallagher one, because everybody tells me he rules, and I want to listen to him. <laughs> Give me an excuse. Okay. Okay. We, that's that's a different um, thing. If, if if you agree to do a Rory Gallagher album, I won't make you do Rory Clark. All right, and then we get to your track of the week. Your track called Mumbles. Yeah, I've been mumbling all day, and there's a <laughs> dedication to me. All right, man. So let's get out of here with uh, let's leave people alone. Let's get with Uriah Heep's Traveler in Time. I Me, don't want to leave him alone, but go Audio slave, your time has come, and least track of the week, mumbles. And until next week, we we need to say, Lee, you need to say it, man. You need to say it with power. You need to say it with feeling. You okay, need to say goodbye. The fuck by. All right, I like it. Give me the, give me that soul and goodbye, bitches. All right. Goodbye, you fucking piece of tin can sardine bitches.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.